This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? Doing all right today? Well, the little greeting establishes the fact that this is indeed your good friend Bob Cook, and I'm back with you for a few precious moments of sharing from God's inerrant, infallible, eternal word, the Bible. We're in Psalm 37, and the psalmist says, Now, don't get burned up, fret not. Don't get burned up. That's what that fret actually means in the Hebrew. But instead, trust in the Lord, and then delight yourself in the Lord, and then commit your way unto the Lord. Roll it over unto him. And uh, now we've come to verse 7, where the psalmist says, Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. He says, rest in the Lord. Now, how do you do that? Well, I think, first of all, you have to decide whether or not you can really risk the situation on God. Whether or not trusting God is going to pay off. There is a deep chasm of unbelief in the human heart. The what-if factor seems always to be there. What if I pray and nothing happens? What if I surrender my life to Christ and nothing happens? What if I make this decision to follow God and things don't work out? What if? I think if you're going to rest in the Lord, the first thing you have to do is to decide whether or not you really can trust God no matter what. No matter what. Uh, I had some surgery a little while back, as you may know, and before the procedure was started, uh, the uh, doctor sat down with me and said, now I want you to know what's, uh, what's involved. This and that and the other can happen. And he, he detailed all the different things that might occur. And he said, now, we, we can't say for sure that, that any one of these will or will not occur, but he says, I want you to know. Well, I thought that was nice of him. <laughs> Scared me to death. <laughs> but uh, you like to know what you're up against, right? Well, now, uh, because of the uncertainty, now, the uncertainty of what might happen, did I back off and say, oh, no, I'm not going to do this. No, I'd already made the decision that this man was to be trusted. He was a fine medical and surgical practitioner, and he knew his business. And so I said, it's all right, Doc, whatever. You know, let's, let's get on with it. Now, you and I have to do the same thing with God. You don't know, do you, what will be the result of praying about a given matter? People say to me frequently, this has happened through the years again and again, I prayed and things got worse. Well, there's no guarantee that they won't. 
because this may be part of what God is doing. But you can't really second-guess God on things. If you're going to rest in the Lord, you have to say, Lord, no matter what, I'm yours. No matter what happens, I'm in your care. No matter what is involved, I will obey your will as I am told it by the Word and by the Holy Spirit. No matter what. Then, you see, you're relaxed because the decision has been made. Rest in the Lord. And after all, I have found there's a great deal of peace involved in turning a matter over to God because you know he can handle it where you can't. Oh, the peace of heart and mind that comes when you say, Lord, I can't handle this, but I know you can. Here I am. Take control. Isn't that great? Hallelujah. Well, rest in the Lord. It's, that's all involved. But you have another verb here that we have to look at. Rest in the Lord. And what's the next word? Wait patiently for him. God doesn't pay all his bills on Thursday. And he doesn't always do things on my schedule. Have you ever found yourself praying, Lord, hurry up? <laughs> I have. <laughs> hurry up, Lord. Yeah. He doesn't always keep my schedule. He said, my ways are not your ways, nor are my thoughts your thoughts. As the heaven is high above the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. God runs on an eternal schedule. God runs according to a plan that was determined before the foundation of the world. He knows what he's doing. John 6 says of our Lord Jesus, he himself knew what he would do. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world, we read in God's word. So it says, wait patiently for him. It's hard for me to do, I confess. Hard to wait when you want things to happen. Hard to wait when you want a problem solved. Hard to wait when you want a situation resolved. Wait on the Lord. The Bible says, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. He says, commit your way, rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Why? Because his time is perfect timing. Our Lord Jesus came to Bethany after Lazarus had died and been in the grave four days. He waited before he started the journey from where he had been to go to Bethany after he got the message that Lazarus was sick. He waited. Time enough for Lazarus to go more and more ill and finally to die and then to be buried. They buried the same day the person died in those places and times. And so it had then been, one would say, four days since the man had died. And now Jesus shows up. Martha came out and said, Lord, you blew it. You should have been here. If you'd been here, you could have healed my brother. Now he's gone. The Lord Jesus said, you're looking at the wrong person. I'm the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me shall never die, and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall... shall uh, how does that verse go? I've quoted it a million times, and I got tangled up. Can you believe that? I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I got it. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die, believest thou this. <laughs> Took me a while, but I got it. <laughs> so Martha, when she heard that, 
turned on her heel and went back to uh, Mary. said, you better go see him too. Mary came out with the same complaint. She said, if you only had been here, he wouldn't have died. They had a healing in mind. Jesus had a resurrection in mind. There's the difference. See, God sees things differently from the way I see them. And I have to learn that. And this is what's involved in resting in the Lord. To know that he is looking at the same situation I'm looking at, but that he sees through it. And that he has plans concerning it, and that he's going to work it all out. So I'll rest. I may not feel any different, but I'll rest. Because he's in control, and he knows what he's doing. Now, there's another thing that's involved in resting in the Lord. He says, don't get burned up because of somebody who's prospering in his way and because of the person who brings wicked devices to pass. Frustration with people cuts out the possibility of resting in the Lord. You will either turn the people and the situation over to God or you will let it get to you and upset you and thus do away with any rest of spirit you may have had. That's why that's in there. He said, rest in the Lord. Learn to wait for him. That's his timing. And then he says, learn to let him deal with people. Don't get burned up because of people. Why? Because you can't rest in the Lord and at the same time get frustrated with what's happening around you. So he says, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Don't get burned up because anytime you do, it'll damage, it'll be evil. When you lose your temper, you never do any good. Can you remember that? When you lose your temper and blow up, you don't do any good. So don't get burned up, he says. Cease from anger. Let it be. To rest in the Lord means you turn the frustrations that people cause, you turn that over to him as well. You wait for his timing and you turn the situations and the people that frustrate you over to him. You understand that? Rest in the Lord. Wait for him. Turn the people that bring wicked devices to pass. You turn them over to him. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't succeed in their, in their plans. Somebody is conspiring uh, against you and trying to get you bypassed when you should be promoted so that he or she uh, can be taken instead. This happens in offices and, and corporations all the time. You see it happening and you're angry about it. He says, now just wait. Wait on the Lord. Rest in the Lord. And don't let people who are who are bringing things to pass, evil devices, you know, skullduggery, conspiring, finagling, politicking, and they may seem to be successful. He uses the word bring to pass. That means it's working for them. He says, don't let it get you. Why? Because you're serving the king of kings and he's in control. He's the one who is working all things according to his perfect will, the Bible said. So you trust him. You, you rest in him. That means wait for his timing, turn people over to him, and even turn circumstances that seem to be working against you over to him. Let him work it out. Joseph said to his brothers, 
who had sold him into slavery, and he then went to Potiphar's household, and as a result of Potiphar's wife trying to seduce him, Joseph ended up in jail. Finally, because he was able to interpret a dream, he became prime minister of Egypt, and now come the brothers begging for some food because of a famine in their land. Joseph finally reveals himself to them, and he says, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. You can trust your Lord, because he says, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, thoughts of good, not of evil, to give you a desired end. God meant it for good. Let him work. Rest in the Lord. Father God, today, oh, we trust thee for all the details of our lives, because we know you mean it for good. In Jesus' name, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.